Welcome back to The Coven. I'm your host, Shweta Sundarajan, and I am the legendary Wicked Witch of the Soundwaves. Joining me today is... Leo Weisbecker Lotz. Welcome to the show. How have you been doing? Hi, I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, despite the weather outside. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. It's cold. It's bad. For those of you who don't live in Muncie like we do, um, it is snowing quite heavily and it is quite gross. It's not the mood. I don't. I I don't like snow anymore. Um, <laughs> it's just become more of a problem rather than like a childhood like Love. wonderment. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's not great. But mm. um, you know what's worse than the snow? <laughs> Something that's bubbling in the cauldron, which is uh, female tropes in pop culture. Yeah, Ooh. Ooh, we love we love that. Um, so. Just to get the basics out of the way, like, firstly, what's a trope? So, according to our good old friend Google, uh, a trope is used for describing uh, com- commonly recurring literary and rhetorical devices, motifs, or cliches in creative works. Um, so, what kind of tropes have you seen on TV and movies that you you don't really like, that just gets on your nerves? There are so many. Um, I guess one is the fat best friend that's always funny. That's the worst. <laughs> I hate that. Like, Fat Amy from uh, Pitch Perfect. Exactly, Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does being fat have to do? Like, there's so much more to a person's identity than their physical um, attributes and then their humor. <laughs> yeah, like, why is always the fat friend the funny friend? And it's always the best friend either. Like, right. there's not very many, like, fat main characters. Right, and it's, like, even, like... Even if they are the lead, they, like, mm-hmm. s- get a makeover or a slim oh, down. Yeah. Like, peep the show Insatiable with Debbie Ryan. Oh. Very, very, very problematic show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically for those of you who don't know, Insatiable was a Netflix show that... Was it canceled after one season or did it get I think another... it got another season. Lovely. We yeah. love that. <laughs> um, but basically the show was that... Uh, there's this uh, Debbie Ryan plays a fat girl and she's obviously put in a fat suit too kind of and she's been like bullied and stuff like that and then um, she has to get her jaw wired shut because she like got into an accident or into a fight or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it was a fight. It was a fight, and she had to get her jaw wired shut, and she couldn't have any like uh, food, so she just um, had liquids. And because of that, she lost a bunch of weight. And when you lose a bunch of weight, you turn hot, apparently. Um, and so yeah, now she's like this hot skinny girl because she had her jaw wired shut, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna take revenge on all the people that bullied me. Legit. <laughs> Which is like great, but. Why couldn't you have done that when you were... When you were fat. And also, she turns into a terrible person... Exactly. ...when she turns skinny, which is, like, this terrible idea that if you look good, you're evil. Right. Or if you look bad, or if you've been bullied, you become this bad person. Right. You don't have to be a bully if you've been bullied. Yeah. Like, I I don't think that's how that works. Um, As someone who's been bullied, like... That's not that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the writers of the show were thinking. And I mean it's it's it, it's not even a good show. Like it's just yeah. very f- fat phobic and it just 
I mean, if you want to talk about like body positivity, talk about like how like talk about how she's fat and like how she's accepting herself yeah. not that she has to change herself you know yeah and the show also has like her best friend is a lesbian who's in love with her oh and that's a terrible trope too great this this show is just full of tropes. I feel like yeah. this episode could just be an episode about, <laughs> about insatiable being just a terrible show in general. But we won't stop there because um, pop culture is littered with oh, yeah. bad female tropes, and just seeing that always gets my blood boiling. So um, let's jump into the first one, which is the manic pixie dream girl. So to kind of sum that up for you guys, uh, she's the quote, I'm not like the other girls because I have one different characteristic. (laughs) Yep. Yep. She, um, so this term was actually coined in 2007 by a writer, uh, Nathan uh, Rabin, who defined the character as someone who exists solely in the fevered imaginations of a sensitive writer directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. Ew. <laughs> That's how we feel. An accurate representation. Um, it's just, like, this, this trope kind of just uh, defines like the whimsical, shallow, bubbly woman who are just only there to inspire men mentally and sexually through their like quirky nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it when female characters are just there for male character development. This is like no offense to this book because I kind of like this book, but Stargirl is the perfect example for this. It, it was actually turned into a movie, I do believe. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. Um, I And so I saw the trailer for the movie because I remember um, seeing, like, I never read the book, but I remembered it being super popular. And mm-hmm. I saw the trailer and I was just insanely confused. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> She's just like, okay, from what I can see, like, and if anyone's watched the movie, uh, please don't like and loved it. Please don't quote me. But I do not understand the trailer. At all. Like, it's just, she's, so she's there. She's, like, this magical girl. And then this kid falls in love with her. And he's just, like, oh, my God, she's so magical. And she, like, inspires me. And I'm, like, but what about her? Because she never talks. Like, she doesn't really talk. Um, so... That's weird. In the book, she was, like, this really weird, really positive girl who would, like, cheer for every team at, like, a sports event, and people hated her for it. And he liked her because she was weird and quirky. And then... I think at some point in the book, it was like, but, you know, she does deal with problems and she does, like, suffer because people bully her and stuff. But it just kind of talks about that for, like, two seconds and then she moves away. (laughs) That's just just such an easy way out. Yeah. Like, what? I mean, there's, like, sequels, but I never read them. I never got the chance. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it may be a good book. I'm probably judging uh, a book by its cover, which I should <laughs> not do, literally. Um, but, you know, there's there's just been a lot of... Um, a lot of instances of that like for example uh dark willow um in buffy the vampire slayer um and my personal favorite (laughs) dark betty from riverdale (laughs) let's just pause for a second and just talk about this so um i'm not proud when i say this but i do watch riverdale and i do watch it just for how insane the plot gets i don't watch it because like oh i think it's a good show guys i have standards okay um (laughs) 
Oh, you're going to piss him off. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You can come at me in the comments. Uh, I welcome all hate and criticism, but I do not like Riverdale. I am sorry, but like... As a writer, when I see certain dialogues, like literally, mm-hmm. there's a there's a scene in the dialogue where Archie says, like, he's literally in a prison and he's like, "You've never experienced the highs and lows of footballs," and I'm like, "Dude, you're in a prison. You're about to get like shanked. What? Why are you trying to start like a football game? You are in like juvie." And that's so insensitive. Like these are kids who like deal with poverty yep. and mental illness, and he's like football <laughs> yeah like literally and, and it's like that that entire season he's like in constantly in danger of literally dying in prison and he's like yeah let's um see how far you can throw a football because that's really important right now um anyway just just forgetting that show because i will i will lose my mind if i talk any more <laughs> about that show um dark betty is actually um uh, she's like she's this alter ego of betty cooper um and Okay, <laughs> my eyes are, like, literally rolling back <laughs> into my head at, like, the absurdity of this character. Um, so, basically, Dark Betty is kind of this, like, alter ego, like, dark side of a person. And she basically just wears, like, a black wig and, like, like BDSM, <laughs> like, uh, gear and whatnot. Like, she wears, like, a black corset mm-hmm. and, like, stockings and whatnot. And she just, like, comes out and she's like, ooh, like, I'm Dark Betty now. And it's like... Okay, um, what is happening? That's just poorly written. Like, I understand that people have dark sides to them. Yeah, and it feels like they're trying to put it off as she's exploring her sexuality and her her sexual, sensual side. But, like, you don't have to change who you are to explore those kinds of things. Exactly. Like... If I'm if I'm dark Shweta, I'm not just gonna put on like a blonde wig <laughs> and be like, "Hi, I'm dark Shweta." Woo, um, that wouldn't make sense because I'm already dark skinned. Okay, anyway, <laughs> this is besides the point. Um, anyway, but like, it's just a really easy way out mm-hmm. to explore like another side of a character. You can't just slap a wig and like some dark clothing onto like a character that usually is like more lighter and um, happier in nature and just be like, aha, you do that through plot development and character development, which I feel like the uh, the writers of Riverdale have never heard of. No, they just, their characters are so one-dimensional and even the the women are even worse one-dimensional examples. (laughs) It's just, oh my God, uh, this... Just Riverdale is a just bad show in general, and the female characters are just even worse, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just every, like, and I know Riverdale is based off the Archie comics, yeah, which are a fantastic comic series, but it pains me to see how horribly written oh my they are in the show now. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, CW takes shows that are, like, or things that are meant for kids and just or younger audiences, and then they're like... Let's darken it. <laughs> yeah, let's sexualize this. And I'm like, why are you sexualizing literally. Archie? Like, it's literally a comic for kids and teenagers. Yeah. And, like, there's also this thing where, like, apparently Jughead in the comics uh, doesn't get involved in um, romantic relationships or sexual relationships. And then in the show, they're like, no, everyone involves is involved in that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, we love that. We love... We love Changing characters <laughs> to appeal to mass audiences. Audiences, woo, lovely. Um, so moving on 
from Riverdale, we have our brand new trope, the deadpan snarker, which I want to say it's like my favorite but not really because I don't like any tropes. But this one just cracks me up because I see it so much on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the deadpan snarker is basically a character who's like very prone um, to sarcastic, bitter, um, like they just make comments, uh, like these weird like snarky comments. Um, they make like these one-liners and they just, they're like completely obnoxious. And like oh. they just, they don't they don't know. And I'm like, why are, why are you like this? <laughs> What like what is what is happening? Um, do you know any examples of that on TV? I don't know. Like the first thing I thought of when it said sarcastic and sometimes bitter is Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, but Captain Holt is not a. Uh, is Captain Holt a woman? I've not watched. Brooklyn oh Nine-Nine. no 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm he's so a sorry. gay man. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Brooklyn Nine Nine is a great show, though. It like I don't want to, I don't want to bring that great show <laughs> yeah, into. Yeah, I'm just with saying tropes. that, like, just based off of the definition, that's what came to mind. I'm yeah. not saying it's correct or. I know. I don't think. Exactly. I don't think there's any like bad tropes in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I I do like the show from mm-hmm. what I've. From the snippets I've seen, yes, I will commit to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you guys. <laughs> Everyone's been on my back about watching that show, and I still haven't gotten the chance to it. It's I know. So funny. <laughs> I have I have a long list, okay? Give me, give me a break. Um, but, you know, like, another trope that gets on my nerves is the Ice Queen. The Ice Queen mm-hmm. is basically, she's like, she's like the career-focused, um, cold heart, frosty demeanor yeah. um, kind of lady. Like, uh, she's like just so focused on her career because she can't, she, like anyone who focuses on their career doesn't have time for love. Am or I right? feelings or yeah. friendships. And they're always terrible to everyone, even other women. Right. Because if they, if they just open themselves up, they're just going to like, they're just going to get lost in the love. <laughs> And they're not good. They're just going to forget and they're just going to become a housewife like every (laughs) other woman that falls in love. Am I right, ladies? Yeah, Yeah, totally happens. Um, It it makes me think of the the song by Marina and the Diamonds, Oh No, which is about um, just a woman who's like, I don't have time for relationships or other things. I'm too focused on succeeding in business and getting all the things I want and being a robot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can focus on your career and you can also be in love. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm like, people can do both. People can multitask. I hope men understand this. Yeah, it feels like tropes are not even characters. They're accessories Yep. to the main characters or other characters. They're, they have no other point except to look nice or make others look nice. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, like, female tropes. Like, I mean, there are, most movies that I've seen, it's just always, like, yeah, the female is just there to further the male's, like, character development. And I'm like, well, yeah. why not us? Like, what about this? No offense to the James Bond franchise, but the Bond girls yeah. are, like, <laughs> an example of they're really hot, but also... They're killers, and yeah. you can only <laughs> you can only be a killer if you're really hot. <laughs> that that reminds me of the TikTok trend. Like, if I was an assassin, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, no. they, um, so it's just it's like a trend where um, 
they kind of reenact it and there's like a glass of water and someone like mm-hmm. comes up they like pour the poison and they stir it with their finger but then they lick the finger <laughs> and then they just like pass <laughs> oh like God. it's like it's like my first day as an assassin that always <laughs> reminds me of that and it's like well why can't like why can't regular people be assassins like why do yeah. you have to be hot to um be an assassin or yeah. be a spy you know um and i mean like again like another example of this is like um Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic World. I don't know what her character name is, but oh. do you know what I'm like? And I know who you're talking about the girl who ran in heels. Yes, yes, the that's one exactly everyone hates. What it, that's exactly. <laughs> she's like wearing this like prim suit, like skirt. Yeah, the suit, business. Yeah, the, the business casual, and she's got like woman. heels, and she's she's literally sprinting away from a T Rex, and I'm like, homegirl. Everyone was like, there's no way <laughs> she'd be dead. Not possible, and she's like <laughs> sprinting like full on. I'm like, homegirl, how have you not broken your ankles? Literally, dude. Like, I know some people who can run in heels, but, like... Not like that. But not, like... not. No, I I mean, but they can, like, jog in mm-hmm. heels. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But, like, sprinting for your life, my yeah. dude? Like, what about that arch support? I would, like, the first instinct would be to kick off the heels and then run. Exactly. <laughs> I would, like, chuck my heels at the T-Rex and I'd be like, I, I'm going to book it on my feet, my trusty old feet, not on... And it's like... Well, why don't you change, first of all? Yeah. Like, why don't you just hop out of that? Like, And she's running in, like, a skirt. A pencil skirt? Yeah, in a pencil yeah. skirt, too. Okay, riddle me this. How are people able to walk in pencil Literally, skirts? Literally, I have no idea. How? 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 I, I can't, like, I can, I can only do, like, the little, like, Your cha-cha shuffle. Your knees are so important. Right. <laughs> like, I'm literally cha-cha shuffling my way down the hallway. Like, what is this? Why? Okay, first of all, why are women's clothing just so impractical? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is like, this could go on a whole other tangent because like, first of all, pockets. Mm-hmm. Why, like, why can't we have pockets? Where am I supposed to keep my phone, huh? I actually heard something that, um, there was this man who was like angry that he couldn't wear what the upper class was wearing. So he made it seem like the best way for a man to dress up and for a woman to not be like masculine is like pants with deeper pockets and things like that things that have like strongly affected how we dress now functionality hello yeah i'm sorry my fashion <laughs> sense is just more comfort and functionality over looks or anything yeah, like that seriously i i can't do that like it, and i mean okay what if a dinosaur starts chasing after me and I have, like, a bunch of, like, I'm, like, I, I'm, like, how many things am I supposed to hold in my hand? Literally. As I run, okay? And, like, also, she's wearing a skirt. Does that skirt have pockets? Probably not. Definitely Where not. is she going to keep her, like, phone and her yeah. wallet? And, and her... she definitely uses the phone in the movie a lot. Where does she keep it? I don't know. And she doesn't even have a jacket on. And I'm, like, homegirl. Like, speaking of outfits, like, armor... Oh, in like video games, yeah, and like it's terrible in like survival movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, why does a guy always have like full night armor? Full night armor, and then um, women have like breastplates, but like bare bare stomach. Yeah, always a bare stomach, like crop tops, cleavage. Yeah, 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 like armor crop tops. I'm like, that doesn't exist. First of all, no way, not at all. And mm-hmm. I like people were complaining. Like I know in the Mandalorian, people were complaining that female Mand- Mandalorians had like the um, chest, like they had chest divots in their armor for their, um, uh, I don't for their breasts basically <laughs> um i was like i was like what's a what's a formal word for, for chest <laughs> um but i'm like okay that doesn't matter because like i don't like i don't want my my breasts to be like 
press squish down. Yeah, no, that's actually really dangerous. Yeah, so it's like you have to model, like you have yeah. to model armor, like based off around of, that. Yeah, around your uh, anatomy, around your. But it body doesn't shape. have to accentuate. Exactly. Certain features. That's the difference. Because, like, the Mandalorian, the female Mandalorians are, like, completely covered. Like, it looks uh-huh. like proper armor. Mm-hmm. But then you've got, like, Amazons in, like, <laughs> any Greek movie. And they're mm-hmm. just wearing, like, crop tops. Or their, like, shoulders are completely exposed. And yeah. I'm like, what if someone cuts them on their shoulder? Or they get, like, stabbed in their yeah, shoulder? Yeah, hurt so much. Or they're wearing, like, skirts, you know? And it's like, when I'm talking about skirts, I mean, like, the ones that have, like, the strips. It yeah, looks like yeah. a freaking hula skirt. <laughs> and I'm like, what if someone, like, slices you in the leg? That's... Like, where's your armor? Where's oh your my pants, God. my girl? Like, if, if I was told to fight with skirts on, I would scream. I would, too. I would lose my mind. Like, if it's, like, if you're going to be, like, a gymnastic stealth character, I guess I can get the skirts because they're, like, comfortable to move around in. Mm-hmm. But when you're fighting, like, straight on fighting, you need protection. Or, like, Spanx. <laughs> like, people wear, like, leather mm-hmm. pants, like, the tight leather pants. Like, why would you do that? That's going to rip. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, like Catwoman, she wears, like, mm-hmm. straight up latex. And I'm like, okay, if you kick, you are, like, ripping yeah. your your pants. How are you, first of all, how are you kicking that high? Like, I, like, I can't even kick in, like, jeans. Mm -hmm. How are you doing that in latex, man? Oh, my God. Anyways, wow. Um, Other than that horrible, horrible um, trope, um, another one that I love and that is so prevalent in popular media is Mm -hmm. the broken bird um trope right i know Mm. so these like these female characters they cope with despair or they have like a dark troubled past um and they kind of become like the cynical stoic badass um character and of course they're so sexy while they're at it oh my gosh right black widow yeah oh natasha no (laughs) yup 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 like and i mean i mean speaking of uh marvel like you've got melinda may on agents of shield Mm -hmm. um the handmaiden's hill uh janine they're all prime examples of this show and i'm like okay I understand trauma exactly yeah. has a lasting effect, mm-hmm. um, and it is very detri- detrimental to people, like ma- male or female, doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But it kind of gets annoying when, like, they just, it, it's like a complete character change. Yeah. Right? Like, their personality completely changes. Like, I understand, like, you shut down to, like, process your grief or you shut but down it, to like, process Like, at trauma. some point, emotions slip through. That's right. the whole point is that that's what a breakdown is. is exactly. It all coming together and you just like <laughs> your inability to process because there's so much emotion. Exactly. It's just it kind of annoys me because, for example, I watched Handmaid's Tale. It's a fantastic show. It's very uh, there's a lot of triggers in it. So um, if that's if that's something that like is sensitive for you any individual person Mm -hmm. don't watch it but it is a very heavy show but for example um there's a character named janine and she is uh really like just light-hearted bubbly kind of like that and she gets her eye cut out oh my gosh um yeah it's that kind of show um she kind of just she has like a complete um character change and it is just like like, I get it. I, I get that getting your eye cut out is, like, a huge trauma. trauma. Like, yeah, I'm not denying that. But it's, like, well, like, why why is it, like, such like such a big thing? And it's, like, 
I I don't think I, I don't think you necessarily see her like f- like recover and like I'm not saying like recovery just goes back like you just turn into like the person you once were no no no, no. but like you kind of um you kind of come back to like a middle yeah point you know like you acknowledge your trauma you acknowledge what happened to you um and you find a way to push through it yeah and grow. you accept it like you come mm-hmm. to acceptance you come to terms with it but like oftentimes we n- never really see that full circle Mm-mm. in emotional development yeah and it's even worse because usually after you go through a trauma you want to try to get back to normal right so you'll pretend that it didn't happen or you'll pretend that um there's some part of you that isn't affected by it so usually you'll still like try to make jokes and stuff like that instead of paying attention to it like it's not normal to just completely change who you are in front of other people especially because you want other people to think that you're normal still like what you they would see you as normal because you don't want it to impact every part of your life. And it, I mean, it may impact every part of your life, but the point is um, they don't show it well. They don't, they really don't. And I mean, it's it's just kind of sad because mm-hmm. like show women as women and like as yeah. people, Yeah. right? Because um, I feel like sometimes it's just like, you're, you're only, you're, you're too emotional or you're not emotional at all. Yeah. There's only, like, those two options. Um, And I'm like, well, why can't you have a strong female character that's also emotional? Yeah, why can't they be multidimensional? Why can't there be more to their identity? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, not to say that, like, this doesn't happen with male characters as well. Like, and I I understand there are, like, there is sexualization of male characters. We're not denying that because we're feminists here and we support both men mm-hmm. and women when we acknowledge that men do face stereotypes and yeah. do face tropes like i mean over sexualization of men like for example thor in avengers oh. right like he's always like taking off his shirt and he's always seen as a sex symbol but then in endgame like they were like aha fat thor what really yeah. see that was the that was what i was thinking the fat funny friend also involves men too exactly so these tropes are not just limited to women yeah which is something that i really found interesting when i was doing research because i was like hey this can also be applicable to men as mm-hmm. well like men get sexualized men also have these tropes like it's sometimes you get like that that like guy who's just like it's like i'm just a strong male oh yeah like male chauvinist i'm like a Oh, the Very alpha tradition. male? The alpha male. Yeah, like, you get the alpha male tropes, and then you also get, and then on the flip side, you get, like, the very, like, submissive female, like, female stereotypes, like, oh, kind yeah. of the trophy girlfriend yeah. or, like, the tro- trophy wife. That, like, that's one, you know? Um, I think, like, for example, in the woman in, like, Superfly um, are super sexually objectified um they kind of they kind of are just like the bling um mm-hmm. that male characters flaunt off yeah you know which is kind of sad because women aren't objects but yeah but that's yeah <laughs> it's the way it is like i mean in superfly like the main character uh has two girlfriends what like i'm all for poly yeah an open relationship but that involves both people yeah being involved in discussing it and right setting rules down it's like i like i'm all for poly relationships but like sometimes it's just like 
you, you see guys being like, oh, well, like, I've got the... Arm candy. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it's like, yeah, I just show you off for, like, public events. Like, mm-hmm. okay, um, I don't want to be a trophy. Like, I'm not a statue. Hello? Um, but, yeah, um, now that we've gone through a handful of harmful tropes, and mind you, there are much, much oh, more... Oh, so many more. ...out there. Like, does anything come to mind that irritate you? Um... There's okay, so I watched this YouTube channel. They don't post very often called The Pop Culture Detective. Mm-hmm. And one of his videos was called Born Sexy Yesterday, and it's about this trope where, you know, uh, the perfect example is the fifth element. There's this woman who's just like knows nothing about the world that she's in and knows doesn't know English and stuff like that, but she's sexy and she knows how to look nice. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we always love that. We always love when they just pop into existence and they're just like you know what i know how to do be hot yeah yep. that's because <laughs> the male gaze exactly because like you know when i popped right out of my mother's womb i was just like <laughs> sexy pose Ooh. Yeah. yeah i was like I was attracting like, that male gaze yes <laughs> yeah because that's totally like fun fact for you guys out there number one thing first thought first thought Men. My first word, men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my first word, my first question to my mom, Amma, when will the boys see me? <laughs> I'm kidding. This actually did not happen. This is complete sarcasm. I was a tomboy as a child. I would have fought anyone. <laughs> I, I, I was too. I was like very like outdoorsy and mm-hmm. like playing around. I, I did not care about that stuff um, as a kid, but... We're joking, very clearly joking. This is sarcasm. If that was not translated, but (laughs) I just had to put that out there. Um, But coming back to tropes, um, how how does uh, tropes kind of limit women's opportunity in film? Oh, my gosh. Um, I feel like part of the problem is the idea that um, people are going to criticize the actress for making the character this way when it's the writer and the director who made the character like that. Which just leads to women not wanting to act or be yeah. involved. I don't know. I think it's just, like, it, it kind of also makes women, like, one-dimensional. And it also, like, just reinforces certain stereotypes. Yeah. You know, like, because I know growing up, I would watch these films where, mm-hmm. um, like, these tropes would come on. And that would kind of affect me de- developmentally Ooh, I cannot talk um and i would just i would kind of think like oh yeah i have to be this way in order to attract a guy's attention oh yeah i don't have to be any way to attract a guy's attention or whoever's attention yeah and you know you don't even have to like the point of women isn't to attract a guy's attention it's just to be a woman yeah 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 and um another thing i was one of those girls that was like that would watch those movies and shows and be like i'm not like those girls i'm not like other girls which is like this internalized misogyny that these tv shows and movies like grow in you that um you're special because um you don't do the things that the girls in those shows or movies do. But the problem is no one does those things simply for men or for the audience or for other people. They do it for themselves. Like, women wear makeup for themselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I agree with that, like, 1,000%. Because, like, growing up, I just hated the color pink. Oh. Because I, and I still do, like, pink mm-hmm. is not my favorite color. Um, and I always gravitated towards, like, blue or mm-hmm. green and, like, very masculine colors. Because I was kind of 
taught that like oh like the girly girls like pink well that's not necessarily true like yeah. pink is like pink is, is such a wonderful color and like it's just it's like it just affects you when you see only that growing up and mm-hmm. i like i was like i don't want to be a girl like girly girl and i wanted to be like the strong female characters yeah. but when, when sometimes when you get those str- like quote unquote strong female characters they're always shown as the like deadpan snarker like they're always shown as like yeah like keep it down like uh i only do like snarky comments or all i'm always like depressed and like i'm just edgy and funny (laughs) like i don't show my emotions and honestly like now that i think back about it that's affected like the way i express my emotions Mm because i was kind of made to think that like expressing emotions was bad oh yeah and that i would be considered like too feminine and that i would be considered weak exactly that's not the case at all like if anything I've been taught by my friends and, like, mainly my male friends, actually, mm-hmm. uh, that expressing emotion isn't a bad thing. It's actually a yeah. good thing, you know? And it's ironic that, like, my guy friends have taught yeah, me that. that's you know? interesting. Um, shout out to my to my dude friends, to my <laughs> dude bros. Um, With, sorry. No, go for With it. With the pink color, my favorite color as a kid was pink. And I was super, I've always been a super emotional person, like, I'll watch a commercial where someone shares a tissue with someone and I'll just cry about it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, at some point I stopped liking pink because I was just told that it was, like, so girly. And, like, I was special because all of my friends were guy friends in elementary school. And I knew all about, like, Spider-Man and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I was different. And, um... It's just weird that that starts so early and that anything seen as feminine is seen as weak. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I learned, um, I was always told that I would friend zone my guy friends or anyone who liked me because um, I never liked them back. And the problem with that idea was that, you know, if you're vulnerable with a guy, then they seem to think that any vulnerability means romantic feelings. Right. Oh, my God. Which I hate because it's already so hard for me to be vulnerable. And if I'm vulnerable with you and then you kind of like break the trust by thinking, by misinterpreting what I'm showing you. Yeah. Just ask. I know. (laughs) It annoys me a lot because any, going a little bit off topic here, like any physical touch Mm -hmm. or any uh, sign of like physical attraction is always seen as romantic. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, first of all, boys deserve physical touch. Yeah. Like, literally, I'll, like, hug my guy friend and people will be like, are you dating? And oh, I'm my like, gosh, the same thing happened in high school. It's a hug. Calm down. It's like, called friendship Yeah, and like, caring. keep it in your pants, yo. <laughs> like, just because I give him a hug or just because I, like, like, I don't know, like, if, if I just, like, hug him or, like, sometimes, like, I, like I'll kind of, like, run my fingers through, like, mm-hmm. my friend's, like, friends' hair. And, yeah. like, in totally, like, a non-sexual way. And, yeah. I mean, I know that differs for, like, each person and Which stuff. goes back to tropes in a way that, like, men always have to be thinking about sex. And so men grow up thinking that they're, they have to be thinking this way in order to be appealing or to be seen as a real man. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's like any like physical touch is just seen as sexual in nature, or that like yeah. the men have to be like the like big like protecting yeah. kind of characters. Well, it's like so any emotional men are like 
no, I can't be emotional. I can't have feelings, which is terrible because that's how we connect to people. That's how we're human. Exactly. Yeah. Just not showing emotions is very detrimental as yeah. I've found out because years and years of like suppressing my emotions, it's, it's not good because no. you just bottle them up mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, like showing like showing affection like me like taking care of my friends is like a way that I show affection and I show like friendship and people just take that as like oh you just want to get with them yeah even like at some point that had such an effect on me that even now I'm like kind of repulsed just a little bit by affection even with female friends like Mm -hmm. I'm just so like afraid of that kind of thing now because I'm always scared that it's going to be misinterpreted or um, that my mind now is going to misinterpret it because of the way that the world keeps forcing these ideas into me. Yep. Yeah. I I couldn't agree with you more. It just goes to show how influential TV is on people's development because we grew up watching TV like TV was just our number one role model as to like how to be how to act like everyone can refer to a TV show character that was a role model growing up you know Um, and it's just like I don't know it it, like for me Katara then I was thinking From about her throughout Avatar, this episode. the last Airbender. Yeah. She was my uh, role model because even though we're not of the same race, like she is uh, based off of like an Inuit native mm-hmm. uh, peoples and I'm Indian, but like we still look the same. Like she had brown skin. I had brown skin. She was uh, always like the like mom caretaker mm-hmm. kind of thing. And like I also identified with her in that way that like I show my love and I show my affection through taking care of people yeah. and through just providing them with like physical and emotional emotional affection you know so I was like Mm -hmm. hey like we relate but I feel like good female characters are not that prevalent and especially POC yeah exactly which is important for POC people POC people people of color it's the same thing yeah (laughs) yeah but like with like the role model mine I had anger problems as a kid because I was super emotional and my role model was Zuko because I didn't see many girl characters with anger issues. Tough. Yeah. But, like, even then, like, I always, I just, like, people would try to be helpful and I would just push them away. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Zuko just, he had this arc of, like, awkwardly trying to become a better person and going through all these transitions. And I was like, it's really, I felt, I feel that how hard it is Mm -hmm. to be more open about being emotional and being more open about being wrong about something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. I think uh, Avatar The Last Airbender Airbender was a show that transcended the tropes. The tropes and of its time. Like, I think it came out in 2005 and I don't really remember any other shows doing it like Avatar. I mean, other than Samurai Jack, which was a fantastic show, but like... um, like it was it was a fantastic tv show mm-hmm. um but i mean like other than just strictly the tropes there are also um certain things and like red flags that comes to writing female characters mm-hmm. um for example um killing off a female character to <sighs> further develop the um, plot of a male character. It's called fridging. <laughs> and with that sigh, I know, I know, it happens way too often oh and it gosh. gets on my nerves. There was, um, it's just, 
it's this idea that the female, like women only exist for men. They only exist for them to have a goal or a desire in life. And um, literally, even in movies where they don't kill off the female character. And then someone made a point online at some point that, like, honestly, it would be even better if the male character was driven by, like, a divorce with the female character. Yeah. Because it would just bring so much more humor and, like, the idea that, um, you know, relationships have an impact on you, but also the women aren't here for you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like women are always seen as, like, yeah, the emotional caretaker, Mm -hmm. like, yada, 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 so on and so forth, but it's like... Why like why can't it be the reverse? Yeah. You know why can't it be equal? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean like the whole like killing like killing off a female character or just like like harming them or like it, it's called kidnapping it, them, kidnapping damsel them. in distress. Ah! <laughs> it angers me. I mean like for example, one of this was um, Vanessa in Deadpool two. Mm-hmm. They just killed her off in the second movie, and Which, I was like, what the heck? Oh my gosh. Like, that was so unnecessary. I know. He could have been, a, like, an anti-hero. He could have been involved in things and still had her there with him. Right. Because from the first movie, it looked like she was going to be, like, a fully fleshed-out yeah. character in the second film. And I was really excited to see the role that she would play. Because mm-hmm. I thought she would kind of join, like, the whole yeah. Deadpool team. I thought she would be, like, his best friend and helping, like, finding a team and stuff like that. Right. And then they just killed her off just to further Deadpool's, like, story arc. Yeah, his emotional comeuppance. Exactly. And I was kind of pissed off because... Uh, Ryan Reynolds is all about like positivity and mm-hmm. like bringing in like as many diverse like characters as possible. I mean, Deadpool himself is pansexual, mm-hmm. I do believe. Um, and uh, like the entire like cast and his team, like they're all uh, f- people like from different backgrounds. So yeah. I'm like, well, why did you kill off one of like the female characters who already had a personality, already had a background? We exactly. knew who she was. Why'd you kill? Yeah, why'd you kill them off? Um, I don't know. Like, other than other than fridging, which absolutely infuriates me. Um, I I hate like the super tough badass female character who lacks any other traits. She's just super oh, cool. Oh, the super masculine. Yeah. Yeah, super strong. Um, yeah. But she's got like no other. Yeah, no traits. other personality. She's only strong. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, they kind of just write that off as like, look, it's like a strong woman representation. And I'm like, no. No, it's not. That's not a woman. That's a cardboard picture, like cardboard caricature yeah. of a person. <laughs> yeah. And just you're just slapping boobs onto them. Yeah. And be like, ta-da, ta-da. <laughs> Ooh. Um, just, yeah, I know. Like, okay, if we're going back to Deadpool again, um, I think Angel Dust in Deadpool 2, like, she was, um, she's, like, the really strong, um, female character, yeah, mm-hmm. right? And she's kind of, like, opposite of Colossus. Yeah, yeah. But she's got, like, no personality. None. Whatsoever. She's just, like, raw punch. Yeah, she's just a thug who's super strong. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, like, okay, and, and I know, I get that she's a minor character, like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. But, like, it, Hello? Can can we get a little personality? Yeah. Can we have something that'll make us, like... Because you make all the other side characters interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Except the females. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> what is happening? Um, I don't know. I just... 
like other than like the super strong female characters you've got like that big transformation you know the nerd to the hot yep you know you know it is oh my god i love those um (laughs) you know when they like whip off their glasses and then they like find out the existence of eyeliner and they're just like oh my god like a makeover oh makeover like uh princess diaries is one yes which i always hated because i like that movie but i hate that they had to like change her right completely i'm like she's still hot with like frizzy yeah she looks really pretty because she's anne hathaway yeah like (laughs) you can't make anne hathaway look ugly and they like try to blame it on the idea of royalty but you know yeah royalty means different in different places like the representation would be different like some places have different types of clothing that they would wear i think i think one of them was like velma um in like the live action. Oh my gosh, Scooby Doo Monsters, um, in- Monsters Inc. Yes, the second one. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then like, there's one where she, she's like, she obviously Velma has like the very like thick frame glasses, mm-hmm. and then I saw like a screen grab where she takes off her glasses, and she's like completely different. Like her hair is like. I don't know. She's I don't know. Like, they do a makeover for like Daphne does a makeover on yeah. her. I do like that in the movie. The guy that she's trying, that Daphne is trying to help her um, get with, he's mm-hmm. like, I like you as you are, like without really? all this makeup and this weird outfit, because he knows it's weird for her to be dressed in like um, a cat suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, "What? Why are you acting so weird? I like you as you are." We love positive, <laughs> like affirmation, yeah. <laughs> representation. Woo. Uh, I don't know. I just, I hate, I hate that whole thing of like, yeah, like just whip off the glasses and I'm like insanely hot. Like, yeah. ooh. Or like, people can be hot with glasses. As yeah. someone who wears glasses, I, I think I'm like moderately attractive. <laughs> like, it's like it's like you can't like it's a it's a it's like it's not your choice exactly exactly like some people really can't wear contacts and like they don't they shouldn't have to wear contacts to look nice exactly it's not like i i I existed and i was like aha it's like i want to be ugly so i'm just gonna get bad vision yeah it's like erasing like it's a disability it's like erasing a disability exactly you can't just do that it's still there And they still look good with it. <laughs> it's slightly ableist. I'm not going to oh, yeah. lie. Just, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but as I was doing research for this episode, I saw a lot of comments under these articles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw comments like, um, what What exactly do you want women in movies to be like? You've covered a large amount of diversity. Do you want them all to be just a Mary Sue? And then we've got another one that's like, <sighs> stereotypes in movies are just art imitating life, not the other way around. Someone needs to tell women and that modern feminism is just women oh, having an identity crisis. That is not true at all. What do you think? Okay, the first one, the Mary Sue comment, is ridiculous. It makes me think of Star Wars and how everyone is like, Ray sucks, how could she know all these things? When it's just her having a starting skill and then learning her way through it. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And what do we want women? We want women to have multiple parts of their identity. We We don't want want, women to be people. Yeah. We want them to have flaws and, um, what is it called? Flaws. What's the opposite of flaws? Quirks? Traits? Traits. Like good things about them. Like everyone is a flawed character, but the point is whether they make up for that flaw 
Exactly. And um, the depth that they have, like, everyone has trauma. How do they deal with that trauma? How is that trauma affecting them? How does it not affect them? Because there are some parts of you that stick through everything because that's who you are. Just well-rounded characters. I mean, if men can get well-rounded character and character arcs, what's to say that women can't? Yeah, why? Because you can't write it? then get someone who can. Yeah, or I like I feel like a majority of writers for TV shows and movies mm-hmm. are men, and I feel like those men have just never talked to a woman. Ever. 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 Oh, my gosh. There are these um, posts somewhere in the world that, like, people making fun of how men write women in, like, novels and everything. Yeah, I've definitely read that. <laughs> and it's so funny because it, the men have the woman, like, describing their bodies and everything like mm-hmm. no woman does that i don't like like cherry kissed lips yeah I'm and like, like it's like it's like she had like a 20 inch waist <laughs> but like huge like <laughs> breasts like i'm like okay first of all anatomically incorrect we're not barbie <laughs> yeah we're not like anime girls first okay oh anime oh my god has terrible tropes anime girls oh god okay like oh. Every time I was watching, I was watching anime today because mm-hmm. I am a weeb, and like there's a, there's a scene. I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> where she like takes off her shirt and it's like her her chest is like bouncing, bouncing, and I'm like, <laughs> girl, what do you ha- like? Are those water balloons? I what hate is, when they what do is that. Happening? Um, that's fully on the animation yeah, animators, exactly. and that's disgusting. I'm like, I'm like, gravity is weird. It's not like. There's like a cut up under. Yeah. There's it's attached. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand what like male animators are thinking because I'm like first of all that's not how gravity works as a as an owner of breasts. <laughs> yeah. I hold a more informed opinion about this yeah. rather than you guys do. I don't know. It's just it's weird. Um, there's and there's the trope with the um, high school girls wearing super short skirts. One yes. of my favorite anime completely, like, there are tropes in there, I'm sure. I haven't seen it in a long while. But Orin High School Host Club, mm-hmm. the women there wear dresses. They're long dresses. They don't ever wear short skirts. And I really love that aspect. And they talk about how you don't have to be a certain way to be a woman or Thank a man. Thank you. Yeah. Finally, finally, a show that breaks gender norms mm-hmm. and just breaks gender stereotypes i i don't know man like the whole like yeah let's just let's give women like super short and revealing clothing but let's give the guys like knee length shorts <laughs> and stuff like that for example okay in my in my high school um like the cheerleaders at my high school sh- they would have to wear like super short mm-hmm. skirts yeah and like just i mean I don't know if they mind or whatnot, like, because I was not part of the cheerleading club, but, like, they were just uncomfortably short. Yeah. You know, and, like, obviously they wore, like, the um, uh, modesty shorts under them, mm-hmm. and but it was very uncomfortable uncomfortable for me to just watch because like I would just like I would wa- be walking up the stairs behind them and I would be able to see their like oh, modesty gosh. shorts and like mm-hmm. I'd be able and it made me feel scared because I'm like well what if a guy um would takes a uh, upskirt photo yeah you know it's just I'm oh, like why God. and they're doing the like flips shots. yeah I know they're doing like flips and all of these tricks I'm like just give them a little bit more yeah it's really not that hard to be able to do that kind of thing with a longer skirt I know I'm like where'd you go like the discount section of Joanne's <laughs> when you're making the uniforms like give them a little more come on people like and they'll blame it on tradition or whatever but like the whole point of 
the world changing and even like in basic biology the world changes progress happens exactly you can't okay also people say like oh it's tradition well where did that tradition come from misogyny yes and not good tradition exactly (laughs) like that's what that's what doesn't make sense like Tradition. Okay, well, go back and think where the tradition comes from and evolve with the times. You can't just Mm -hmm. be stuck in the past all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the next comment, back to the comments. The one that's talking about women having an identity crisis about with modern feminism. The whole point of modern modern feminism is women being able to have a choice. That's it. That is the whole point is women be able to choose who they want to be, what they want to do, all of those things. That's not an identity crisis. That's them figuring out who they are, which we all have to figure out who we are. Exactly. Because we're not just born as who we are. Yeah, this is human evolution. Yeah, have you ever been a teenager? (laughs) Clearly not this person, apparently. Um, It's not an identity crisis. Yeah, like that comment just irked me, you know. Um, Yeah, it's... What you've seen like women written as as such mm-hmm. and you've just defined all women as such. Yeah, this one thing or this one other thing. Right. And it's like, yeah, tropes just focus on one aspect, mm-hmm. you know, but that doesn't make every woman like just one thing. Like not all women, not all people are just one stereotype. Yeah. You know, um, like, sure. I may be Indian, and, like, the stereotype around Indians is that, like, they're smart and yada, 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 so on and so forth. Yeah, I'm smart, but not in math and science. <laughs> like, yeah, I fit the stereotype, but not in the way that you think yeah, it is. I don't, like, I never understood the purpose of stereotypes at all. Like, It's to put people in a box. Yeah, and which is ridiculous because we'll never fit in a box. There's so much more to us than exactly this one box. <laughs> Do you think there's an ounce of truth to these comments? No, not at all. <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, and uh, I don't know. I, I can kind of see mm-hmm. where these people are coming from. You know, because what I love to do is I love to put myself in other people's shoes and Mm -hmm. see, like, why do they think the way they do? And while I don't agree, I understand. I think the problem is they don't have any self-awareness or self-reflection, because when you see... Um, women doing certain things you you just see that you don't see the rest of their lives you don't see the motivation behind them doing nothing like when I get Starbucks they're like a white woman getting Starbucks exactly basic teenage girl and I'm like I get it because it tastes good that's it I don't get it because it's a trend right or um I want to fit into a box I just get it because it tastes good (laughs) exactly like there's this one time where I got Starbucks and I came and I sat down with my friends obviously pre-COVID um (laughs) but like my friend was like oh uh Shweta's turning into a white girl and I'm like okay first of all I just don't like the coffee that's served on Mm -hmm. campus like the Hubbard Craven stuff like it's not it's it's watered down it's not strong enough for me Starbucks is the only place on campus where I can get like strong coffee that'll keep me awake yeah and people are like oh like Shweta's turning into white girl and I'm like I just like the coffee like leave me alone oh my god it's so terrible because and I don't understand because men will also be like you're a fake gamer girl or like (laughs) girls cannot have any interest or hobby or like anything without backlash no we're because we're only supposed to do 
and be interested in things that females are interested yeah. in. Like traditionally serve. Like, and even if it's traditional, sometimes these progressive guys, air quotes around progressive. Or even progressive girls, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh, they're just trying to fit in into yeah. the male gaze and whatever. And no, some people just... Like, some women want to be housewives. That's their choice. Yeah. They want to do that. I can understand it's wanting like, to stay home. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? Honestly, like, okay, pre-pandemic, like, yeah, that makes sense. But now everyone has to stay at home. But, like, or, or like, girls who are into makeup. Yeah, like, like, I felt, like, so much, like, the other girl thing. Like, I felt like I was so different from other girls that I should never get involved in makeup or I'd be cliche, and now, like, I don't have any skills in makeup, and people make such pretty and beautiful masterpieces with makeup, and right. I want to be able to do that. And it's an art form. It's, I don't wear makeup yeah. for your crusty butt. And now it's going to take me a while to, like, get the courage, first of all, to ask to learn how to do makeup because I'm 20 years old. And people are going to be like, why don't you know how to do makeup if you're 20 years old? <laughs> yeah. Or why are you bad at it? <laughs> well, what we've learned is that women can't win. <laughs> yeah. In this world, we can't win. Um, and I don't know. It's just it's depressing to see that, like, every single TV show and every single movie that I see is just populated with female tropes. And it kind of mm -hmm. brings up the question... Are there any good female, well-written female characters? I know. I'm sure that there are because you brought up Katara. And, like, mm -hmm. not only is Katara, like, emotional and open, but she's a strong character. She can win a battle, like, really well. Yeah. So she just I, nuked, like, <laughs> an entire, like, half an entire army in, yeah. like, several episodes. <laughs> so there are. It's just... You know, we hyperfixate on them because, like, women hyperfixate on them, so then men try to mock them and make it even worse. Exactly. Like, for example, I think, like, some of the good characters are, like, Okoye from Black Panther, um, Arya and Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. Okay, you probably have not no, watched I've never seen Game of, of Thrones, but I'm not going to lie, I really liked Arya and Sansa Stark. Um, they're both sisters, if mm -hmm. you can... Um, gather that but like um they just they're like strong female leaders mm -hmm. um not really sexualized because they're young and um underage and they're minors for like <laughs> most of the show so if you sexualize those characters like uh you're a pedophile sorry not sorry <laughs> it's legit it's legit but like they're good great characters like aria like aria's this warrior mm -hmm. um strong female and then Sansa she's more like into like politics she's like a woman leader and Arya's the fighter you know so you get like two aspects of females like you you can be in politics Both strengths and yeah, yeah just two strengths because like I feel like what happens with tropes is like you can only go one way or another yeah you can only get emotionally strong or you can only get physically strong yeah. why can't you have both because I know plenty of women in life that are very emotionally strong, but they're also, like, kick-ass people. Yeah, seriously. What's up with that? <sighs> so, Leah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ending feelings about tropes in media. What do you feel? What are your thoughts? I think things need to change, as always. Um, but I feel like things are starting to change, and um, people are starting to learn and Maybe not the majority of people, but enough that it's starting to, like, take root. And we're speaking up about these things. We're speaking up about there should be more POC representation in both behind the media and in the media. 
and there should be more female representation that's like correct and not one dimensional or fake definitely yeah i mean you heard it folks <laughs> that's our episode on female tr- tropes so tune in next week for a brand new episode of the coven and i'm shweta sundarajan and joining me today was leah weisbecker lots <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode of The Coven. See you guys. Bye.